Oh, yes, yes, yes. We are off working. We are ready to dive right into this because the heat wave, the heat wave. We definitely need a way to cool off after all of that, don't we? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I couldn't resist the pun. I couldn't resist the pun. I couldn't resist it. Um, What's going on, man? It's Jerome Says Word here with the word on NXT, the first episode. I guess you can call the uh, the episode that is up on Word on Wrestling a backdoor pilot. A spinoff, if you will. And I tried to get word on NXT on its own feed yesterday, but it wasn't working out. And I was telling myself, like, I really need to get this out before Heat Wave. And when I saw that it wasn't happening... And I still had time. I moved it over to the word on wrestling feed. Now, by the time I got the alerts, I believe it was this morning when everything uploaded. So if you didn't listen to the show on the calling app, unfortunately, it wasn't available. Until after heat wave. Now I can assure you. As you can probably tell. That I clearly recorded the show. Before. Viewing. NXT heat wave. So. There were some takes that I had. Where I was like oh wow. Like because I listened back to it today. To see how the sound and everything came out. To make sure it wasn't an issue. Like the. Uh, the, the forgotten pod. <laughs> Like, I don't know what happened with that audio. I think it's an issue with the iPhone mic, but, you know, it is what it is. I tried to salvage it as best I could, but, um, you know, things happen. You know, it's a, it's a work in progress, you know, learn as we go. Uh, I might take a, uh, I might take the opportunity and try to see if there are any other um, podcast recording options. Uh, I do like calling the calling app. I, I really do. I really do like this app. I feel like I'm not using it to its full potential, but um, I would, you know, every now and then I, I think I might do a public room. It's just for now, it's kind of like um, this doing it right, doing it how I'm doing it right now is the easiest way for me to guarantee no interference um, like if I just want to do a pod where I speak or if there is someone that in the hopefully not too distant future that I want to bring on the show to have a conversation with, um, as long as they have the calling app or we can do it some other way. Um, but at least from a audio only standpoint, as far as what I currently utilize, if they have the calling app, I can invite them into into the into this room uh, that I'm in right now, and then we can, you know, talk about wrestling and anything else that comes to mind. But um, definitely, I would probably defer to them in regards to, you know, the option of 
like how to link up and, and, and record the content. But yeah, like for real, for real, it, it was a, it was a definitely a very, very interesting, very interesting night. Um, there has been news coming out. Nothing has been confirmed yet by NXT. Uh, apparently the reason why the NXT UK talent is coming over is because they are reimagining NXT once again, apparently, where it's supposed to be the 2.0 talent, the NXT UK talent, and then some talent that was previously on Black and Gold could be making their way back to WWE slash NXT. How true that is, I'm not sure. Now, a good portion of what I heard was going to happen at Heat Wave happened. Now, it didn't happen in the way that I expected it to happen, and I didn't, so it just was one of those type of things. So um, we'll definitely uh, get into it. Spoiler alert. A lot of NXT UK talent showed up, more than I expected. Um, But I was inside of a Spaces, and somebody did say a name, and for whatever reason, I didn't catch that name. I only caught a couple of names that were supposed to be coming coming to um nxt but i did not ex- really expect them to show up at heat wave on it to be quite honest um i thought it was going to be something where they were going to wait for the tapings to all the all of the tapings to air for the nxt uk title and then um obviously there's another person that came over that's you know, spoiler alert, a champion over in NXT UK, and they just did a version of his match in NXT. So if you listen to the last part, I dro- I do drop the names. <laughs> um, that pun was definitely not intended. And um, yeah, man, so... I don't know, man. I'm I'm excited. I just I just don't know how they're gonna do this. I don't know what this means for NXT UK. I, I I would have to imagine that NXT UK will still be a thing, um, because I don't see any reason for it not to be. Honestly, uh, especially I mean I watch it. I watch it every Thursday. I'll be watching it tomorrow from probably 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, it airs on, on where I'm at in my time zone, it airs from 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern. Uh, it's just, I'm not off work yet. So I usually wait till, I could wait till five and watch it. That's probably the earliest that I can watch it, but then that means I would be watching it during my commute. So it's like, well, I can wait till six and then it airs again at 8 p.m. anyway on Peacock if, if, if I, if the schedule remained the same, because it usually just goes live on Peacock because or on demand on Peacock. I forgot exactly how it is, because I, I believe I believe I can pull it up at 3 p.m. on demand. Uh, but I believe it airs uh, live or live. Well, tape, but the show airs live on um, maybe BT Sports, I believe, over in the U.K., which I believe it's 8 p.m. there when it's 3 p.m. where I'm at. So then when it gets 8 p.m. here, that's when they they air it live on Peacock uh, when you select the WWE option. But you still have the option 
to watch it on demand, I guess. So that's pretty much the option that I take. And um, yeah, man, let's 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 get into it, man, because apparently there's going to be some people um, leaving for the main roster. Uh, Looks like we got some contenders uh, being built up. We had some hype for this coming Tuesday show, like some things, uh, matches and segments got booked for that. We also have a new performance center class. Uh, definitely, I'll um, I'll go ahead and uh, probably run run the names off for that. Uh, I do plan on doing another word on NXT episode, probably the same time next week. Uh, that would also include the happenings from this coming the the upcoming. Uh, episode of NXT UK tomorrow, as well as the upcoming episode of NXT Level Up on Friday. And, um, you know, a couple of good reasons why I want to keep you guys up to date on NXT Level Up is because apparently, I mean, one, you found out last night, and then one, if you go onto social media, onto, uh, at WWE NXT, or if you go to, I believe, the WWE's, uh, maybe even their Instagram and their YouTube, there's another talent that will be on NXT coming up from NXT Level Up as well. So I definitely want to try to keep you guys in the loop as to what's going on down on NXT Level Up. That way, when these guys show up, these guys and these ladies show up, you don't go, who? Or, to quote Tommy Davidson, who were these? You know what I'm saying? And uh, let's get into it, man. Like, because, yo, we started off, we started off. You can't go wrong in NXT when you start with the, with the North American title match. And that's even without Carmelo Hayes being the champion. But in this case, Carmelo Hayes is the champion. And going up against Giovanni Vinci, of course, he put him on a T-shirt, and the T-shirt wasn't designer. And then he threw that T-shirt in the flaming trash. And then they had a flaming match, a fire match, like, I don't even, I can't, I'm, not the, I'm not a Meltzer. So, like, the only thing I can say is word. Like, I can't give it no star rating or nothing like that. If I say word to a match, that's me telling you you should watch it. Me again, Jordan Grace, word. That was the word match last week. Um, I'm pretty sure there probably was some other matches, but by the time it was all said and done, even though I didn't get a chance to discuss it, um which I had hoped to um, be able, maybe maybe I'll do the same thing I did um, this week and do a uh, do a special word on impact, maybe possibly, and but I'll probably do that in the word the, the word on wrestling. Um, excuse me, the, the word on wrestling feed. I won't have it separate separate like I was attempting to do uh, yesterday with uh, word on NXT. 
Uh, hopefully, this episode of Word NXT shows up in, in, in the feed in a, in a timely fashion. Uh, but at least with this, we'll be able to give it a little more time to to um, for the feed to upload the, R, the RSS feeds uh, to to sync and and upload to their to their respective servers over at Apple, Google, and Spotify. Uh, but yeah, so whew. Carmelo Hayes retained. Carmelo Hayes retained. And uh, whew, uh, who's next? Who's next for Carmelo Hayes? Uh, really anybody. Because, I mean, he's wrestled faces. He's wrestled heels. I mean, Tony, uh, Tony D'Angelo. I mean, win or lose, he would still be in NXT. So, I mean, he could take another crack at it. Then you got uh, Nathan Frazier. You got Wesley. Like there's there's there, there's a lot of like a lot of people are calling for Carmelo Hayes versus Braun Breaker. Um, I mean, if if Braun Breaker is able to retain over JD McDonough, and I'm trying to temper people's expectations, it's like, why do you want this match now? Carmelo Hayes is doing the thing as a North American champion. Braun Breaker to a certain extent is doing his thing as the NXT as the NXT champ as the NXT champion and they both have full plates. They both have they both have enough contenders to where they should be able to keep each to stay away from each other. They should be able to be kept away from each other until stand and deliver in Los Angeles. That's when you book Braun Breaker, if he's still the champion at the time, against Carmelo Hayes. And if Braun Breaker isn't the champion at by by uh isn't it does uh doesn't um continue to like if he loses the title prior to WrestleMania weekend, then you still put Carmelo Hayes in that NXT title match um against, you know, whoever the champion is. That I mean, Carmelo, he doesn't have to still be, he does not have to still be the North American champion. But given the visual of him holding up the North American title as well as the Cruiserweight title, and then if he were to be holding up the, again, the North American title as well as the NXT world title, excuse me, the NXT title, then, hey, it was meant to happen. And I feel like the best place for that to happen is Hollywood, Los Angeles, California, however you want to phrase it. That's where a Carmelo Hayes NXT title win should take place. You uh, and, and you do it inside the Staples Center. Or the crypto. The crypto center or the crypto arena or whatever it's called now. Crypto.com, I believe it is. I I don't know I I don't know if it's still center but crypto.com but we're all going to always probably call it the Staples Center so you know what I'm saying Carmelo Hayes winning the NXT championship in Hollywood like I believe he's from Boston so him if he were to bring come out with like a Celtic shirt 
or something like that, oh, that crowd would go up. From uh, there, speaking of the crowd going up, we had the tag team champions. We had Diamond Mine come out. Uh, we did see like footage of uh, Julius Creed over, over the weekend where he had made note that he did finally, he was able to see what was, um, what Apollo was talking about in terms of watching the film on the eight man tag of Diamond Mine versus uh, the, the, uh, the D'Angelo family. And Julius, his eyesight is definitely better than mine. But when they showed the footage, that's when I was like, oh. So his brother takes his side, asks him, is it true? And he's like, yeah. So his brother takes his side, uh, Brutus. And then you see Damon Kemp also, like, uh, apparently being with the Creed brothers. And Roderick Strong is kind of backed in a corner. And the first thing I thought about was, oh, these guys are about to get jumped. And Roderick Strong is about to be the new leader of whatever faction it is that they that that they that they're that they're able to come up with. And then Gallus Boys on top. We had former tag team champion Wolfgang The current Heritage Cup champion, Mark Coffey, and the leader of Gallus, Joe Coffey. They pulled up and they beat down the Creed brothers and Damon Kemp. And I'm sitting there like, yo, Roderick Strong just joined Gallus. Spoiler alert. They beat him up too. <laughs> so now Apollo Cruz's vision makes sense with all of uh, Diamond Mine laid out under green lighting. Like, just amazing. Just amazing. I, I, I don't even know what to do with myself after that. Like, we're, we're only one match into the show, mind you. Uh, but the show must go on. And uh, Cora Jade and Roxanne Perez are up next with their grudge match. And like inside the spaces, they made note of the Kendo stick. And I was like a little, little confused until I saw what they were talking about. But even then, it kind of was like, eh, no big deal. She she used the kendo stick, but not really. Like, the kendo stick just happened to be on the floor. And, you know. Cora Jade is able to pick up the victory. 
so I would imagine that she should be the next woman up in regards to um, any type of playing time. But I'll hold off on that aspect unless I really, really... Unless I really, really have to see what's going on. But, yeah, definitely Cora Jade. And it left room. It left room for Roxanne to still be a major player with, like, in the title picture. So, but I feel like Cora Jade and whoever comes out of this Mandy-Zoe match um, should be up to, you know, go after be that be that uh that that number one woman's program uh as far as like as far as the feuds that should that like she should be able to get shifted into that number one feud uh we go back to the back and we have the nxt uk tag team champions briggs and jensen along with Fallon henley and you know before anything can really get discussed, they get ran up on by Gallas. Now, fortunately for them, and maybe possibly even fortunately for Gallas, is we get the two-minute warning. So... A lot of officials get in between Briggs and Jensen as well as as well as Gallus. So no physicality, no physicality uh, happened there. But Gallus is really staking claim. Like you attack one set of one set of tag team champions, and then you go backstage and you want smoke with the other set you want to bring you want to bring the tag the tag titles home that's definitely very interesting and then we get to one of the most interesting things on the show and that is uh tony d'angelo and santos escobar And what can I say about this match? There really isn't much I can say about this match. Santos Escobar pulled up. And he wasn't alone. Like. Cruz del Toro and Joaquin Wild were both to the side of Santos Escobar. And then Electra Lopez showed up and it was like, this is going to be some of the greatest wrestling and entertainment, whatever you want to call it, that I'm probably going to see 
for a while. If this is Santos Escobar's last match in NXT. And ultimately, it looks like it is. Because Tony D'Angelo would pick up the win over Santos Escobar. And Santos may just maybe, just maybe, SmackDown bound. So I guess we'll have to stay tuned in a couple of days for that. Uh, we got Indy Hartwell backstage, and uh, she was congratulating uh, Katana Chance and Kaden Carter on winning the uh, NXT Women's Tag Team titles, and then a lady hands her a note. And she gets excited about the note. Only for Will Ocean Spray's ex, who realized, let me get away from this guy so I can do my thing in NXT. So, Blair Davenport comes out, like, on screen. And then she takes, she takes the money away. She takes, like, it's like to a point where it's just like, like, oh man, I can't believe that happened. Like, she really just walked up on Indy Hartwell and ripped up her love letter or whatever it is from Dexter Loomis. Maybe he was just asking her for bail money, Blair. <laughs> uh, Light South's match gets announced for Tuesday. Um, I initially thought it was going to be something similar to I thought it was going to be something similar to what happened inside of Tiffany Stratton's locker room when uh, Wendy Chu went all Randy Orton on her with the with the night vision goggles. But once I looked at the graphic again, it it sounds like with it that is going to be a lights out lights out match. The only difference is that it appears that it's going to be sanctioned. Whereas in AEW, which is famous for the Lights Out match, which I'm surprised they haven't um, done one in a while. So it feels like one is coming up. Um, But yeah, we're going to get Wendy Chu versus Tiffany Stratton. And uh, a lot of people are talking about that they're tired of those two wrestling each other. And it's just like, okay, whatever you say. Uh, Then we had Mandy Rose and Zoe Stark. Mandy Rose was able to retain. 
I mean, Zoe Stark has a busy week ahead of her. Um, she's going to be teaming with Nikita. She's going to be um, teaming with, with Nikita Lions in the WWE Women's Tag Team Tournament. So, that should be uh, an interesting, interesting, interesting time. And, uh, yeah. We got Quincy, Quincy Elliott, the Super Diva. He's coming to uh, NXT. Spoiler alert. He beat Zion. Zion Quinn. On NXT Level Up, on that ep- in that episode's main event, and now he is on his way to NXT 2.0. Uh, Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller is going to be holding a show, hosting a show called, you guessed it, The Grayson Waller Effect. So, you know, that's another way to continue a feud. And then last but not least, we have Braun Breaker. Versus J.D. McDonough for the NXT title. We definitely, definitely need to put some respect on J.D. McDonough. The square head. All right, cool. Whatever. Did you guys not see him when he wrestled Santos Escobar in that ladder match at Stand and Deliver? Granted, it was Stand and Stand and Deliver 2021. Did you guys not see him in his matches against Ilya Dragunov? Did you not see him against Finn Balor? Did you not see Jordan Devlin at Worlds Collide? I mean, it just is what it is, man. And Braun is definitely better off for facing guys like that. So... There really isn't much else to say other than spoiler alert. (laughs) Somebody else arrived last night. And apparently, spoiler alert, he won the NXT UK 
title tournament. So, for him to show up with the NXT UK title, spoiler alert, there's only one of two things that you can do to explain that. Or maybe three. He could have won the title in the tournament or he lost the tournament and then went from there to build himself to be that contender. Another possibility would have been just win the title and, 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 you know, do whatever, do whatever it is that, 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 that you feel like doing. But yeah, Carmelo Hayes right now is the, is the front runner for for that stand and deliver match. So it's going to be interesting to see who they put in uh, in Carmelo Hayes' path versus who they put who they put in um, Braun Breaker's path before we get Carmelo Hayes versus Braun Breaker. Now, speaking of Speaking of which, I do have the list of the signees. Obviously, one I knew of beforehand um, because she made the announcement. Um, she made not too long ago, uh, but she made the announcement. And everybody knows pretty well. They might not know who she is, but they're, they're, I'm pretty sure they've seen her. And that is Valerie Lareda, or Lou Rada. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. My apologies. Now, the real question is, is she bringing her sister with her? Okay, I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop. But yeah, the Lareda or Lou Rada sisters... It's just going to be something amazing to see. Uh, trust me with when it comes to to uh, the Laredo sisters. Uh, Tracy Hancock, 24-year-old. Hold on, let's see. Valerie Laredo is an acclaimed mixed martial artist who previously fought in Bellator, where she compiled a 4-1 record. The 24-year-old Miami, Florida native has a black belt in Taekwondo and has already made waves in the MMA world for her social media presence. Lareda is also the first Cuban-American to be signed by WWE. The 24-year-old Tracy Hancock is already an internationally renowned amateur wrestler, having competed at the 2020 Olympic Games in Tokyo. 
The six foot one, two hundred fifteen pound Colorado Springs native has spent five years training with Team USA Wrestling, winning a bronze medal at the twenty twenty one World Champions World Wrestling Championships. <laughs> All right. Next up, a former Miss Indiana, Alexis Letty or Leedy. Heads to the WWE Performance Center after four years on the George Washington. All right. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, that's where I was. Um, Alexis Letty heads to the WWE Performance Center after four years on the George Washington University volleyball team as their leading middle blocker. A social media star, Letty is most notably known for her viral Wonder Woman TikToks, as well as hosting a cryptocurrency podcast, CryptoCast. Tiller Bucktrot is 6'4", 300 pounds. Former offensive lineman for Tulsa University. Originally from Shroud, Oklahoma, Bucktrot is a proud representative of his indigenous heritage as a member of the Muscogee Creek Lat Lip. Tiller Bucktrot is a six foot four, three hundred five pound former, but they 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 would never separate themselves. So <laughs> uh let's see. Tiller Bucktrot is a six foot four, three hundred five pound former offensive lineman for Tulsa University. Originally from Shroud, Buckshot is a proud representative of his indigenous heritage as a member of the Muskogee. 24-year-old Abu Abadai Fitzgerald is a Lakeland, Florida native, originally from Nigeria. The 6'5", 284-pounder spent four seasons as a defensive tackle for Kentucky. AJ Amrahim is a well-renowned fitness instructor from Scottsburg, Indiana, and a former tumbler on the prestigious Baylor And then six foot four, three hundred thirty-five pound force Antoine Frazier. Let's see. Some of these guys had got and women have gotten um Let's see, you, uh, yeah, Anthony Frazier, uh, 2021-22 WWE NIL athlete Isaac Adabison is a three-time SEC shot put champion. The Lagos Nigeria native currently holds both the indoor and outdoor dis- distance records for Alabama. 
224-year-old uh, Daniel MacArthur. I couldn't only imagine somebody being 224. <laughs> uh, Daniel MacArthur is a four-time NCAA All-American and ACC track and field champion from the University of North Carolina. Daniel McArthur, four-time NCAA All-American and ACC track and field champion for the University of North Carolina. At six foot four, three hundred pounds, McArthur holds both the indoor and outdoor shot shot put records. Let's see, Gina DeLuca, twenty-four-year-old CrossFit competitor. Let's see, Gina DeLucia, 24-year-old CrossFit competitor, ranked among the top 200 females in the United States, graduate of Ole Miss. She is also a former cheerleader who went on to compete internationally at some of CrossFit's most renowned competitions. Giovanni Urbanio were the two that were mainly pumping this. <laughs> Um, but let's see. She has a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, winning both Pan American and European Championships. Let's see, originally from Fort Worth, Texas, Houston Miller is a six foot four, two hundred sixty pound beast who played three seasons of Texas Tech along the defensive line. Caleb Balgard is a multi-sport athlete originally from Fenton, Georgia. Joe Spivak is another 2021-2022 uh, 6'1", 310 pounds WWE NIL athlete out of Okay, yeah, he was also named to the uh, the trophy watch for for the best lineman. Uh, Sarah Bear was a standout collegiate soccer and basketball player. Okay. The 26-year-old dual sport athlete also has a master's in criminal justice. That is Sarah Bear. 23-year-old Tina Caffey is a former collegiate soccer player from LSU, Port St. Lucie, Florida native, and she was called up to play for the U.S. 17 national soccer team. A threat on the gridiron and on the mat, Roman Masick was an offensive Roman Messick was an offensive lineman for Duquesne. And let's see here. What does it say about Roman Messick? Okay. He was a bronze medalist at the PIAA uh, State Wrestling Championships. 
six foot one, two hundred sixty-five pounds from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And yeah, that about wraps it up. Um, like I said, we're gonna have we're gonna have Quincy Elliott debut. Uh, we're also gonna have uh, Javi Bursall debut but yeah Grayson Waller the Grayson Waller effect special guest Apollo so that should be interesting in and of itself Quincy Elliott fresh off his wing Yep, that about does it, man. Like, a lot of interesting happenings, and, you know, I couldn't be more excited. Uh, the ratings did come in, and it appears the ratings came in at 7, 732K people. Now, if they can get more consistent with that, I'd imagine that they would make up on their own if they needed to. But yeah, man, this is Rome is this is Jerome says word. And uh, I'd like to thank you guys for listening to the word on wrestling. And more specifically for me tonight. The word on NXT Heat Wave. I still can't believe they had Tyler Bay come out with the uh the, the NXT UK title. That was definitely a choice. Thank you. Word.